Assalamualaikum everyone. How are we doing? This is your boy, your host, Umair Jabbar, back with another episode of the BSL podcast. We are now on episode 11, and it's time for a heat check. And with me today, we have two heated gentlemen for sure, Ray from the Moguls and Taki Taki from the Abbasids. Welcome, gentlemen. How y'all doing? Assalamualaikum. Welcome, Salaam. The Taki Taki, you can introduce yourself, bro. Assalamualaikum. It's also your boy, Tucky. <laughs> oh, here we go. All right. So before before we let these gentlemen loose, because obviously Tucky is, is on one right now. You could you could just hear he's just trying to get out of the cage. Um, before we do that, our sponsors uh, for this week's episode, and actually for the league, um, really is our main sponsor or charity rather. Islamic Relief is our league charity, and all proceeds from the league, including charity days, will be given to our campaign to help widows in Pakistan. Fantastic cause. Uh, donate through islamicrelief.ca slash BSL. Um, you know, it's a win-win. Puts uh, a good, you know, image on the league. And at the same time, we do some good work for the people around the world. And in this case, widows in Pakistan, which is a fantastic cause. So really quickly, we're going to hammer out some points. Gentlemen, week nine in the books. I think the second half of the teams that didn't have a buy earlier uh, played, uh, sorry, yeah, that that had the buy earlier. Played this week. What are what's our recap and and kind of on where the standings are sitting right now? Ducky, you want to go first? Let's let's get your motor going. Well, yeah, the standings look good from the Abbasids' perspective. We're exactly where we belong, <laughs> and we were doing this well in the beginning of the season too without Yusuf. So it's good to be back on top, and it's good to beat the Mughals especially after they were on top for so long and I said they were overrated and it was good to beat them. Oh, okay. Um, okay. We're, we're, I love it. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, so, wow, it, felt good, it felt good to beat them. I was like, literally after I said that every week I was asking people, what's the Moogle score? Did they lose? Did they lose? And then they won. And I was like, Oh crap. And then, and then I was yeah. bad. And then um, there's one time I was batting and then Ray was talking to me and then he really roasted me. And then I just hit a pop-out fly-out, and I was like, oh, I have to get him back somehow. So it was good to beat him last week. Wow. Okay. Okay. So I guess the Abbasids are only standing that matters for Taki. <laughs> that, that's about it. And then being on top of the moguls. Ray, I, how about you? I'm glad I we are living rent-free in uh, Taki's head that he's asking about our <laughs> score every week. I love that. It's awesome. Um, no, well, so I'll give, I'll give the recap, I guess, of our games. Uh, the, the first game we played against the Nasrids, um, you know, I think it was one of those games where this happens a lot, where just everything was clicking for us offensively. All our guys were hitting throughout the lineup pretty much. And, uh, you know, a little bit of that is luck. A little bit of that is the Nusserids, uh, you know, were, were scrambling a little bit. They were short three guys. They only had seven guys at game time. So, I, you know, that adds a little bit of stress and obviously threw them off their game just a little bit. So they got off on the wrong foot. And I think the momentum just carried us throughout that game. And, we were able to get the, the win. Um, I'm glad it was a little bit of a statement game for us because the last time we had played the Nusserds, we had lost three, nothing and we didn't score a run. So it was nice to uh, put up 25 against them. And uh, it seems like we kind of figured out uh, Nirvana a little bit, how to hit them. In the second game, we had a, we had a break list and I don't like to make excuses, but it was a hot day. We uh, oh sat around. No, we were there. no in, in summer. That's <laughs> yeah. So we were there, you know, our team, our team, most of our team was there from one o'clock and our second game was at five. 
Um, you know, we That's put up true. six runs in the second inning, and then we only put up two runs after that. And conversely, like I said about our team in the first game where the bats just kind of got hot, uh, it seemed like the Abbasid's bats were really hot in the second game. Their top four batters, Taki included, I believe, went 14 for 15 against us. Which that's is crazy talk. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's an awesome uh, day. So they took it to us and they got the W. So um, that, that is what it is. The other game, I guess Taki will talk. Yeah, the other two games were both Nusserts games. So Taki can expand on that if he wants to. Yeah, if you guys just want to touch a little bit on maybe because of the break, you guys probably caught some of the other games as well. Uh, maybe comment really quickly on that. And then we'll talk about the standings where you think everyone's sitting right now. If you think people are going to move or are, are the charts pretty much set. Um, and then we'll move on to the next point. Well, the, yeah. So we faced off against the Ayubids, um, the Abbasids versus the Ayubids. And um, I mean, they had a really depleted squad. They had random guys playing outfield. I saw Hamza Hussein and Hamza Wahid in outfield uh, <laughs> before the game started right away. I was like, so we won this game. Okay. And yeah, it was it was um it was pretty bad. We were telling Frank to end the game early, so Frank. Wow, are you mids? I hope you guys yeah. are listening to this podcast. There's... Well, I don't know why, but we even told we said let's just end the game early. You guys lost, and they said no, we want to play the seventh inning. So then we scored four more runs, and I hit a home run. I'm like, now you can go play, go fetch, and then oh, okay. um, yeah, it was it was a, it was a bad game for them. They had a big team meeting afterwards. There was a lot of yelling, I think. So. I was there for the team meeting. There was no yelling. You were yeah, there? You did no, no, you, you were gone. There. Right? Not, aren't you on the Sultans? Yeah, you were Never there. Mind. I was there for the second I was there for the second team meeting. Yeah, you were the you had left oh. you had left to go pick up your parents, I think, at that point. Oh yes, yes. To yes. be honest, to be honest, that second game I was there watching until the last inning because it wasn't a very exciting game. And to Taki's yeah. point, it wasn't really close. Um after, like I think the first three innings, uh well, I think they were missing Mike and Hizza, right? They Those are, are they are listen. No, no. I, and again, I'm not I'm not saying it to like disparage the Ubits. You, you're absolutely right. They were missing guys. But what I'm just saying is it wasn't that entertaining of a game and it wasn't close from the beginning. It was kind of one-sided from the beginning, which is unfortunate. But it is what it is. Cool. Yeah. Any anything yeah, you guys want to comment on the standings? Like obviously Abbas is, uh sorry, you know, Ducky's given his take on the Abbas's where he thinks they should sit and the rest of the standings don't really matter. Um, Ray, Ray, you want to comment on the standings a little bit? You think people or rather teams are sitting where they're pretty much going to be? You, you know, it's a movement. You know, I'm going to save some of this for the hot takes that we right. towards the end. Yeah. But, but I will, I will say this, and and I think this is going to be an ongoing theme for this entire podcast. Um, from what we're going to be talking about, at least from my side, I think we have to be very careful of how we've judged the team so far because there have been so many teams missing players every week and it's been ridiculous this year. I don't think I've ever seen a season this bad where every year, every, sorry, every game, it seems like a team is short. They have subs. People are playing out of position. So it's, it's so hard to judge what's been going on. You know, I think the Abbasids and the Mughals are the only two teams that have had player absences under 20 games total combined. So, um, or sorry, maybe the Nusserids, sorry, the Nusserids also. So, for us to be sitting in the top three, that's great, but that's also because a lot of the bottom teams haven't had full squads. And so it's hard to say this is where the teams will finish up. I think um, there will be some changes. And again, I'll leave, I'll get, leave my takes for the end. But I will say cool. that I want to preface that, that it's hard to judge these teams. A lot of them have been shorthanded. And that's fair, right? And, and we saw that usually it's the last couple of weeks, if not the last weekend, teams get hot into the playoffs, yeah. right? Momentum is yeah. huge. 
Yeah, um, I agree with that. But uh, I, like on BSL nights, we also have that problem. I'm GM for one of the teams, and we're last place. But we're only we have the third most runs scored in the league, but we're last place, and that's because we're playing with three outfielders almost every game. Yeah. So 100%, I agree with Ray. If you have three outfielders or you're missing the top half of your draft, then the standings are very misleading. I haven't looked that deep into it for Sundays, but I know for Thursdays it made a major difference. So if that's true, then um, the, the standings are not a good indication of, of which team is good then. Just off, the, just off the top, I'll let you know, like the, the, the Mamluks, for instance, they're like this in second last place and they've had 44 games lost to players, like player absences in total. And mm. conversely, uh, you know, the, the Mughals, or sorry, the Nusrids, who are in first place, have only had 20 games lost to player absences. So you see the difference there when yeah. people show up, how there could be like, there's a, there's a bit of a advantage there, right? Yeah, yeah I no, mean, for sure. I think, I think it, it makes a huge difference having your squad, especially when you've drafted a team and this is a team game, right? Not individually, yeah. uh, individual contributors and stuff. So uh, it's got to be a collective effort. I think any one player can have a fantastic game, but they're not going to be able to win it. You need the whole, you need the whole squad. So that, that actually takes us into our next topic a little bit. Maybe we can talk about, so most teams now, actually all teams now have played each other twice. As far as matchups go, do you feel uh, maybe you guys can talk about your individual teams or you guys think there's exciting matchups, what you think would be a good matchup, what some teams may fear as a matchup or look for in the matchup. Uh, Ray, you want to take this one? Yeah, yeah, so I, I tried to dig deep on this when I when I was, was told about this topic. I was trying to look at all the teams uh, throughout the league and their records against other teams and then also their run differential. And, like, I'll start with us. There isn't, like, one team in particular that we've dominated. Like, we, we're 2-0 against the Ottomans and the Seljuks. But, again, the Seljuks, when we played them, they were missing Daher for one game. One of the games were early in the season. Um, so that's hard to judge. The Ottomans games... Again, early in the season, they were missing some guys, so that's hard to judge. Our best, yeah, but arguably, run- arguably, the Ottomans were better than than they are now. They were better then, or they're better now. I think they were better to start. No, I agree. I, I do agree, and we did we did beat them in two games. So, so I think we on paper, like I think we match up well against the Ottomans. I think we match up well against the Ubids. Um, and I think we have difficulties. We're going to have difficulties against teams like the Abbasids. And, and the Nusserds, of course. Um, but, like, we got blown up by your team, um, Umer, and we got blown up by the Mamluks also in, in consecutive games that one week. So it's uh, really hard for me to judge. Um, and that's really the theme throughout the league. Like, again, when I've been looking at the matchups and the records of all the teams, they're kind of all over the place, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, there's, there's teams that are, like, have, like, it's been kind of one and one for most teams. There's a few few teams that have gone two and zero or zero and two against certain guys, but it's just hard to determine if that's a matchup thing. Where the, again, because the the roster, like who was missing off the roster? That yeah, it's day. tough to say, right? Like, there's so many variables. If if like for example, like let's say our first game was on Bertrand one and our second game was Bertrand two, is mm-hmm. that team beating us because of Bertrand two factor? And I think that's really where having the playoffs all on Bertrand one is going to be a fantastic gauge. Uh, and, you know, transition for everybody to see how everybody calibrates to that. Yeah. Um, Ducky, how about you? Uh, sorry, Ray, I don't know if you were done on your... No, I just want to say, yeah, I, I think that was it. The, I, I think we match up well against the Ottomans, uh, the Seljuks and the Ayubids and the other teams. It's kind of a, a, dog, <laughs> a, a, a dog fight when it comes to the other teams. Cool. So. Ducky, you want to just yeah, talk about I... or you got something else for us? 
Yeah, I think I think the like the teams that haven't had attendance issues, I think they actually do have an advantage going into the playoffs because of the fact that we've all played together. And that helps a lot when it comes to fielding. You have that chemistry. You know exactly where everybody is uh, good. So you don't have to keep experimenting when they come, when they finally show up. And same thing for batting. You, you can assist guys. You can help them um, tweak their batting mechanisms so that they get better throughout the season. The fact Damn, that... How do, how do I get some of these batting mechanisms, bro? Just like, oh, I'll tell you, Matt. I'm telling you, this is something I'm trying to get my whole team to do is to use a heavy bat. I use a 28. <laughs> We're not going to use a heavy bat. Actually, Ray and I was just let's, talking let's about hear this. this. Let's hear his thought. Let's, see, let's hear yeah. his thought process here. So my philosophy is that you should use the heaviest bat that you, possible. That, that you can you swing? Can, yeah, that gives yeah. you like the same bat, a really good bat speed as like a 26 or 27. So Those the two first things are times, contradicting, bro. You can't. You can't. It's actually possible. It's close. So, so the first few times you swing that bat, it's going to hurt your forearm and your shoulder. Like me, like in the beginning of the season, my, my forearm, my shoulders were killing me, but I just kept swinging with the 28 end loaded. Now it doesn't hurt anymore. So and... Tuck, sorry, Tuck, to interrupt real quick, I just want to like clarify. Are you saying to practice with a heavy bat or to actually use the heavy bat in the I game? I think use it, period. Use now, it. Use the heaviest bat that you can swing. swing the fastest. Okay, so you know, do you know, so what you said there yeah. is, is exactly right. So that's one thing that like any softball, let's say professional or somebody who's nose hitting will say you want to swing the heaviest bat with the fastest bat speed. But generally, you know, do you know, Taki, the guys who are like in the big home run competitions, the biggest guys who are like 300 pounds, who are the strongest guys, they swing like 25 or 26 ounce bats. Oh, no, I didn't know that. And I didn't know that they were Yeah, they don't, they don't swing heavy bats. And there's a reason for that. Um, because again, it's, it's about bat speed, bat speed more, yeah. more than it is the weight. Well, and these bats, the technology is so good. And let's be honest, we're not really playing on big fields here, right? So yeah. the bats themselves are so good that really more than the bat, you want to work on your bat speed. I mean, yeah. for me, I used to sing a 28. And then when I went to go buy another bat, dude looked at me and he's like, you're swinging a 28. And he's actually when I told me, you know who's swinging 28? like 6'4", 300-pound dudes. And even then, they're, they're not even touching 28s. Yeah, so Taki, be careful about like, I mean, that's good advice. It might be working for you, but be careful who you're giving that advice to, unless it's all a bosses, because that might help us out. So <laughs> it, it actually is a bosses, and we counted um, their average while using my bat, and they're yeah. about two for 14. But I believe that if they, if they stick it... Two like, for 14? Yeah, I know it's terrible, but if they keep going, then that average will get better. But, um, right, but like, you don't work in sales, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, good. Thank goodness for that, bro. <laughs> No, I got fired from a sales job years ago. I don't know why. But I think um, you know. I think we all discovered why. I, I, don't, I don't think I think we all fired. we all just discovered why. Um two for one team. Hey, wow. Working for me, man. You know, on, on BSL nights, I'm playing we're playing at Brickyard, which is a which is a huge field, and Palermo in, in uh, Oak Oakville. I think it's like three hundred and five. I hit one over the fence. That's so impressive. that's impressive. I'm telling you it'll work. I think everyone should try it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that's I'm, I'm, this, this could be a much lengthier topic. I'm not going to delve the deeper into that. Let's cut it here, gentlemen. Now yeah. that this actually leads us right into our hot takes, Ray. You had some stuff lined up, but I'm gonna let Tucky go with some of his hot takes predictions going forward for the playoffs. Uh, and then we're really gonna go off script here and talk about some interesting things, uh, that we've got lined up for the rest of the podcast. So, hot takes from both y'all, and then we'll really get into the real topics.
Okay, doke. Uh, go ahead, Taki. Do you have something, or do you want me to go first? Okay, so I have no idea what hot takes this. Okay, Bro, so me, some prediction, me, something like, "Yo, I think this is gonna happen." I well, don't. Let me, let me give Taki an example of like I one or a couple, just so he has an idea. So I, I think this is a hot take. I think, um, any of the, the the three top three teams in the standings right now, the Nusrids, the Moguls, and the Abbasids. I don't think any three of those teams wins the championship this year. I think it's gonna be a team outside of the top three that wins the championship this year. Yeah, well, so that's that's a hot take for you, Taki. If you have something like that, wait, are you giving yeah, example Ray, or is that your is that your take? That's my actual hot take. Yeah, I actually think that'll be a team outside of the top three that wins the championship. Okay, my hot take is when it comes to serious teams that are gonna win, it's Abbasids, Nasrids, and Seljuks. The rest are, the rest I think have holes in them. Maybe it's fielding, maybe it's batting. They're just I don't think they're good enough. And I think the Seljuks are very underrated. Last last time I spoke about overrated teams, this is underrated. But just to give like the best of the rest award, the Mughals get the best of the rest award. Hey, can I can I ask something, Taki, about yeah. that? And this is this gonna be good for a little back and forth here. What is it about the Mughals that you know previously you had mentioned that you think we're overrated and you don't see it? What is it about our team that you don't see? Like, what is it that you don't like about our team that you're like, ah, eh, they're not that good? I just didn't believe that the hitting was as good as the numbers showed. And but like who in particular? Like, are you saying, oh, this guy's hitting above his pay grade? Um because you know, I'll, and I'll because I'll, I'll, I'll throw so, this back at you. Um, you know, like your team up until like the halfway seat part when you guys were like doing really well. Yeah. Everybody on your team, except for Mokala, was hitting about 200 points higher than their career averages. So somebody could look at your team and say, all your guys other than Mokala are p- hitting way above their t- um, career averages and that will regress a little bit. And that kind of did happen. So I'm wondering like specifically who on our team would you say is hitting way better than they should be? It's not a person. It's just a team overall. The, the, when I faced you guys, the way you guys, the, the hit, the type of hits you guys were getting, some of them were a looper. And I just thought outside of yourself and maybe Faraz Alvi, the power wasn't really there. And that's mm-hmm. what might be your downfall. Cause I felt like crazy is crazy is um uh, his, artist formerly known as crazy. It is double A now. Double Sorry. A. Yeah, yeah, double A. Yeah, double A. Okay. He's he's struggling based on his standards. Like his standards are like 24, 14 home runs a season. So yeah. that's why I think the power so that, that can still come, right? Like that doesn't mean that's right. Yeah, yeah that, I even said that in the in the last time. I said, I said, crazy, we'll pick it up in the end. He hit two home runs when I was watching against us. I I think uh, Bilal just walked him. And, um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah that's, that's, like, to my point, like, I think that's what's – I don't know how we're overrated if we're, we were still, like, in first place and we didn't even have the production out of our first overround pick yet. I just felt like the hits were just – it's hard to explain. They're saying they're soft hits, right? There's bloopers okay. or they're fair. little like yeah, dinky right. things fair. here and there. That's fair. That's fair. And the defense is okay. I mean, Utter Utter is good, but sometimes you just gotta aim at him. He just it gets in his head. One error and it gets in his head. Okay. This is Utter's third, yes. Utter Aziz, yeah. Oh, Utter Aziz. Okay. okay. So ma- mainly, it's just like you think we were kind of lucky, is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's about as hot take as it gets. Moguls are lucky. 
But if you follow the lineup that I'm going to give you today, I think your results will improve significantly. Oh, I like that. I oh, like hello. You heard it here, folks. Tacky's out here doing lineups. Hey, so Umer, any... you, Umer, do you have any hot takes? Oh, man. I was not prepared for this. Post um, has to participate. So, so, to be honest, I think that, like, the top three, to be honest, the, the last few weeks, sure, this weekend was a strong showing by the Movas, but I think the Abbasas before this weekend were reeling. I saw a bunch of misplays, um, saw a bunch of stuff that was like, you know, wasn't really click, like showing that there would be a fantastic team. Moguls were kind of, you know, off the, the last few weeks until um, just just this weekend. Nusrids had a tough go this weekend. I think last weekend they barely scraped a win out or something like that. But I, to me right now, that sleeper pick is the Sayuks, bro. Um, yeah. I think I think they, they've been flying under the radar their guys are really, uh, you know, really rallying around each other. They're they're figuring things out defensively. They're coming together. They they won both games with Tahir pitching and not in the outfield. I mean, yeah, yeah that's, that, that, that speaks huge. volumes. I think so. For me, right now, I think the Sayuks are the, the hottest team. I think they could yeah. potentially, you know, go all the way. Um, the the Sultans are also firing, uh, you know, at the right time, going the right direction. But I still think for me, the hot team right now, the Sayuks. I think they're just really believing. They're firing on all cylinders. Um, I do think that the the Nusrids out of the Abbasid's Moguls, Nusrids top three are the, are the stronger of those three. Um, uh, so to me, the top three would actually be Nusrids, Moguls, and then Abbasids. Um, okay. I feel like Abbasids are kind of streaky for me. Like they're good one day, bad the next day, good one day, bad the next day. Um, so right. so, so that, your, hot, your hot take is that the Selyuks are going to push ahead yeah i think i think yeah. that's all you said are the team right now all right before yeah, we move I, on, I, I got someone one... on my on my team who's a really really good hitter we were talking about it too and he said the same thing that the abbasids the nasserids and the Selyuks are the top three teams he, and he said that's after after the draft he said he looked at post draft and he made a prediction that abbasids nasserids and Selyuks will be the best team yeah. so i agree if you if you go back to the second podcast priest year i had the nusreds of the Selyuks in the final so um i'll uh oh. i'll i'll stick to that um the only the other hot take that i have I had one more and i i don't want to put nuzzer on you mayor but i think uh you're gonna break the single season home run record this year i think oh, i man. think that i've i've got guys on my tail bro i don't know if i'm gonna be the only one there but i appreciate uh, the confidence too far too far of a leap too too little time I, 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 I mean, what? Who's who's second? I think the second place is like three home runs behind me, bro. Uh, yeah, you're four of them. You, bro, you're behind, behind me. You're just three behind me. I know, but three's a lot with five games left, and you're you're hitting three every week. So, <laughs> I don't think that'll happen. Anyways, that that was my other hot take because I think you break the single season home record. Let me have it, bro. What is the record? Twenty four. Oh, twenty four. So nine nine away, nine, away, nine away with five games left. Oh, nice. Yeah, he might break it. Depends how many times he's playing at Birchwood, too. But I, I think... I think uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I was just about to say, I think the majority of your home runs are actually Birchwood 1, right? I keep it mixed, bro. Where's 50-50? Yeah, I keep, I keep it mixed. He doesn't discriminate against the fields. Yeah, that's what's up. We don't we don't just come out swinging for Birchwood. Actually, in fact, I miss more of my Birchwood 2 opportunities than I do Birchwood 1, I think. Um, Damn, that's why you play for the Ottomans in Salam Cup. No, man, I'm just, to be honest, I'm the only guy that brings the laughs. Everyone else, oof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, just, uh, 
it's it's a dark dark day yeah so i'm really there just for entertainment purposes um and not the kind that sammy brings but i'll leave that off the podcast um so that that's not for for family friendly shows here um all right now we're getting into the real topics boys this is this is what you both came here for so nusses versus abbasids this coming weekend looks to be a very important you know game matchup battle and apparently, you know, the first time around, the the Abbasis didn't have a great, you know, showing against the Nusrids. And Taki, you yourself struggled a bit, but I think there was oh. a little bit of a take where you figured, you you thought you figured things out. So why don't we start there? What what's going to happen this weekend, uh, Taki, with the Abbasis and Nusrids? And what's it yeah. what's it going to take for the Abbasis to win? Well, the first time we faced, it was the first time we faced Nerve, and Nerves, like everyone says, he's a really great pitcher. But I think um, we figured him out. I already faced him Thursdays, and I hit him for a home run. So um, I'm feeling pretty good. So yeah, what, what, is that, what does that look like? What you, what'd you figure out? Yeah, what'd do you want to share the secret, or is it too much of a intel for, for you to share here? Uh, nah, I don't keep no secrets, bro. Okay, so he likes, to, he likes to try and keep it six feet. So that allows him to get, it, get his pitch as fast as possible. And he pitches it very flat, and, and he's very good at hitting the back of the plate um, for strikes. So what I did was I just stood, obviously, just stay behind the plate, and it comes at the pitch will come at you chest high, and it's going to come nice and flat. And if you like flat pitches, you you can just hit it easier. So that was Taki, you want to hear something interesting about that? What? The opposite the advice, is true? The advice you gave was the exact opposite advice. I gave to my team before we scored 25 runs against them. Just so you know, oh, I told I told everybody on my team to move up on the plate because I feel most of his pitches drop to the front of the plate. So I had everybody move up on the plate, and we had success about him. So it'll be nice to see, like, if you implement your plan of attack to see uh, who was right. I mean, what I'm really hearing is Nerve can hit the front door or the back. So regardless of where you yeah. where you stand, you better be ready. That's what I'm hearing. But he has this one pitch where he pitches it very, like, a little higher than usual. And it looks like it's going to go out, but he gets some spin on it. And that, for some reason, allows it to it come back. It drops to the back corner. The back corner of the plate. Okay. So to risk not striking out looking the way, because that's what happened to me. I struck out looking, and, and it was those pitches. So I decided that I'm just going to stay back of the plate and wait for him to throw those kind of pitches, and then I can hit it. Well, what so else is it going to take this weekend, Taki? Yeah, what, what else is it going to take? Sorry? What's it going to take this weekend for oh, the Abbasis well, to come yeah. back with a statement against the day, At the end of the day, our hitting is solid. It's going to be defense that's going to win it. So whoever has the better defense. It's at Birchwood, too. So whoever's going to be able to hit without a, without a home run limit also, that's going to be a big factor. So, I mean, you can't really put that much weight on results at Birchwood, too. I mean, a lot of bottom guys hit home runs at Birchwood too, so it's it's like whatever. Birchwood one is what matters most. Well, I don't know. Are we going to have Birchwood me, two available? I don't know if you like. Yeah, yeah, they'll probably get it fixed up. Let me, Taki. Let me ask you a question. Um, Omar, I'm going to take over the duties for yeah, you. Yeah, you do your thing, bro. Here. What, what, what? How many runs do you think the Abbasids will have to score to beat the Nusrids? And how many runs will you have to hold the Nusrids to to beat them? I don't know if that question makes sense. Like how? Because we know that it's going to be. It, it'll probably be like fireworks, right? Especially well, Batar. Batar hit four this weekend yeah. in yeah, one so game, it, and so he was my, maxed out the two, three times. Other times he came up. I saw. My question is like, how many runs do you think your defense will have to hold the Nusserts to to get a victory? I think that if we, I think they'll put up a lot. So I think they'll get like 
close to 20. So you guys, you think you'll have to score more than 20? to? I think so, yeah, because they have Jibs, they have Batar, they have that, what's his name, Zishan, I think, this new guy okay. that they have. Yeah, yeah. They're very good. They're very, very good. And Sakib is pretty good at hitting it virtually too also. So I think they're, they're going to get their hits. So I think we can't make any errors. If you give, give them any errors, they'll get more than 20. It's going to be an uphill battle. Yeah, so you're, you're saying you guys got to hold them to less than 20 to get a victory. Yeah. That right. is a lot of runs, man. That is a lot of runs. But, you know, but, but, that, but to Taki's point, the Abbasids have put up 20 or plus runs many times. So it's not unheard of for them to hold a team to 20 and still get a victory. Yeah, All it's right. possible. We're counting on our hitting to keep going. Our hitting's on fire. Like, uh, Safwan is absolutely killing it. And I think playing at BSL Knights is really helping him because we play at Brickyard, which is like 300 field. And he's always trying to hit for the fences there too. So, Safwan I mean, is one player that doesn't make sense to me. I, I <laughs> cannot understand how he hits the ball so hard. There, there's, I don't yeah. see a load up. I like, I just, it, maybe it's the bats. Like, I'm genuinely, if you can, I'm sounding confused because I am. I don't understand it. He's a strong kid, man. He's a strong kid. He has it's power. Unbel- like, it's so quick. It looks effortless. Like, it, it's just, oh, ball's coming, no problem, boom. And so many times I've seen him down in the count um, and all of a sudden, no problem whatsoever, puts into play, smashes it out. He's got power all around. I, I don't understand. I think it. it's clear that he's he's a multi-sport guy who's played sports his whole life. He's an athlete. So again, that's where the strength comes from. And that's why he might not have like the fundamentals as far as like a traditional batting stance or a traditional swing. But because he has that athletic background, he can excel in this sport. And that's what we're seeing. Yeah, if you check his hitting chart, he's hit home runs in every part of the field. Oh, yeah, so, everywhere. I everywhere. Think most, I think his most power is actually like right center. I think he kills yeah, the ball right is. center. Yeah. 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 I've actually seen him hit more home runs oppo. I like me personally, I've seen him hit more home runs oppo than I have pull side. So, yeah. Um, all right. So, team power rankings, then we talked about a little bit about matchups. We talked a little bit about, you know, bosses and Nusserds. Team power rankings. Who do you think right now? We, you know, we talked about the standings a little bit, what we thought was our. So let's go through your. Should we just do top five, or should we just go through all eight? Like your power ranking. I'm ready for eight, and I can. It might be. be Ray, Ray hit us. Hit us with eight, because then Tucky's gonna copy and paste a little, and then I'll plagiarize a little. So I'm gonna apologize to anybody listening, you guys, in advance. This might be a little long-winded, but I'm gonna try to get through this as quick as possible because I want a little bit of an explanation for each. Anyone listening, you know, Spotify, everything has a 1.5 2x option. So yeah, if you want to, yeah, or if you want to skip ahead, if you want to skip ahead, you're tired of hearing my voice. By all means, I have take no offense to that. So in the number eight spot, I got the uh, Ubids, mainly because of their batting average, the lowest in the league at 445. Um, A big part of their struggle also this year, I believe, is uh, Hamza Wahid. I don't want to call him out. I love the guy, but I think he needs to get refocused when it comes to pitching. Um, he's a career ERA of 10.65, and this year he's at 15.54. So he hasn't been pitching nearly as good as he has in the past. Even his batting average against has uh, been increased. So well, I they've got- also got Tans, right? So Tansir everybody can, can also. So I'm, just, I'm just letting you know, like, I think Hamza needs to get to his form if they're going to move up from the eighth spot. Okay, fair. Um, in seven, I got the Mamluks. Uh, again, I talked about this earlier, but I want to preface this by saying they've lost 44 games to player absences. So that's, it's hard to judge them based on that. But as of right now, I can only judge on what I've seen. And that's, they're in seventh spot. Uh, in sixth, I have the Sultans. 
Whoa. Um, yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you, and I'll tell you why. And again, I know the, I know you guys have been trending in the right direction, but just like the Ayubids, I think a lot of it depends on Riz and his performance. Your first six games, you guys were one in five. You had a one in five record. And at that point, Riz had given up 14 earned runs or more in every one of those games. And you your record was one in six. The I think last, that was more on our defense than it was Riz, to be honest. Day, Whatever, hey, you can interject when I'm done here. How's that? No, man, what do you, the people need some flavor, bro. Okay, I don't no want to close the podcast. But, 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 I'll, but whatever the reason is, 14 earned runs is 14 earned runs. The last yeah. eight games, Riz has allowed no more than 12 earned runs, and you guys are five and three. So I think that's a big part of it is Riz's performance. But I still have you guys uh, sixth. Um, in fifth, I have the Ottomans. Uh, they also have had a lot of player absences. They're at about 35 games, lost to player absences. They've shown that they can hit. They're actually tied for fourth in team batting average. Um, the only thing where I think they have a problem is that defensively, I think they're a bit of a mismatch. Like they have a lot of guys playing in positions that I wouldn't have put them in. They're like, they have guys playing not in their strong suits. And I think that's actually an issue. And that's why I have them uh, fifth. In fourth, this might be a little controversial to Taki, but I have the Abbasids. What uh, in fourth, and I'll and I'll tell That's you why. Call, I'll tell That's I'll tell you why, call. and I'll tell you why. Um, I think obviously they have the potential of being an offensive juggernaut, right? Like they've shown that over and over again. Um, but like I said earlier, after a hot start, a lot of their guys have regressed closer to their career averages, and if that regression continues, the hitting won't be like their saving grace. And I really feel defensively, Taki, your team is below average defensively, like not even close when it comes to that. I think you guys have a lot of work to do defensively. Uh, in the number three spot, I have the Selyuks. They're 4-0. They're, they're on a four-game winning streak right now. They have victories over the Nusrid, the Abbasids, um, also during that time. And they've outscored their opponents 60-34 to 34 over that four-game uh, period. So I think the Selyuks, I have them a little bit higher than the Abbasids because I think they're more balanced on both sides of the ball. I think they're a better defensive team. Uh, number two, I have my team, the Moguls. Um, you know, we're a team that only has four batters hitting under 500. Nine of our 12 batters have a home run. And like I said earlier, we haven't even seen the best of double A yet. So I think that we're in the number two spot. And number one overall, in my opinion, is the Nussers. I think they have the best defensive team in the league. And I think, as we all know, that their lineup can absolutely smash. It has also helped that they've only had 20 games lost to player absences. So they've had a full team for most of the year. And so their guys have been getting a lot of um, reps. They've allowed the fewest runs against with only 154. And they only have two players on their entire team hitting under 500. So pretty much the whole lineup is contributing. And that was it. I tried to do that as quick as possible. That was fantastic. No, it was like Jason 30. No, you're good, man. Uh, Ducky, you want to you respond to some of that first and then give your rankings? Or you want to just go into your rankings and then in, like present the information? Well, my rankings is very similar, except I had us at first, and I had uh, Nasrid second, and Selyuk's third. So Mughals would be fourth. But so uh, give yeah, us the I, reasoning, bro. Don't don't just be don't just be out here playing Tetris. Give us give us the reasoning. Well, I haven't I haven't seen the other teams as much as Ray has, so I can't go as in depth. But I've only focused on the ones that I that I feel like are really underperforming, like the Selyuk's, and I think the Nasrids are for real. I think the Mughals, I think you will see them lose some more games um, because I think their their lineup, not their lineup, but I think some of their bottom half hitters are going to start struggling some more. You're kind of starting to figure them out based on their hitting charts. Um, 
but what about I defensively? Think- so, so Taki, we, we talked about the Moguls here. Um, you know, you talked about their their hitting earlier as well. But do you find that maybe do you are you rating them lower because of defense as well, or is it just the hitting for you? No, th- their defense is okay. I mean, I that's what I feel. I feel like they're okay at hitting and they're okay at defense. That's that's my um, and a lot of other teams are like the opposite where they're really good at hitting or and and then they have a major hole in defense, which is why I would rate rate them lower. Uh, I think the Mumluks, like Ray said, they were missing a lot of guys. I didn't even know that. Only one guy played all their games, and that's um, the new guy. I forgot his Omar, name. Omar Askari. Yeah, there's only one guy that's played all the games. That's crazy. I, so so I think what Ray was saying is true, that we don't know how good the Mumlicks actually are until they get their guys to show up. And I don't know how many games we have left. Maybe it's too little too late because it's still going to take you time to develop chemistry playing with um, your teammates when it comes to defense. So maybe it is a little too late for them, in my opinion. Um, I don't, but why is our defense so bad, Ray? What do you what, are you talking about our infield? No, overall, I just think your overall defense isn't as strong as the Selyuks, um, us or the Nusserts. I, I would agree with the, the Selyuks for sure, man. Selyuks are very underrated, they, they definitely they're gonna shoot up in the rankings for sure. They're good, like you said, defensively, and they're hitting wise, they're pretty good too. And they gave us trouble even when Tahir was pitching, so they were missing a few guys and they still beat us, so yeah. Yeah, they they are a good team. So our power rankings are very similar, except Nasrids are not on top. We are. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. All right. All right. So I've got the juiciest topic for last. Apparently, I've heard that in the past has talked, you know, has spoken about the GMs getting crafty and, and thinking outside the box for their batting lineups. Like, is this true? No, I just said that I think we need some innovation in this department. It's it, and the reason why is because um, it's kind of frowned upon to intentionally walk guys in our league, but I don't think it should be frowned upon. I think it's up to it's the GM's responsibility to make sure that oh hey if if, if they start intentionally walking uh, my power guy, I gotta make sure that um, I have a good lineup around him so that they don't just keep walking our power guys consecutively because Taki, do you know that there's actually a rule in our league that uh, there's intentional walks are not allowed? They're not allowed, but how are you going to prove it? How are you going to prove to me that? Uh, I didn't, that again, I didn't again, it's it's it was discussed. So this happened after like our second or third year, and a lot of it was because the history behind it was me like championing this because after like the second year, a lot of the pitchers were just intentionally walking me, and it was very obvious. So I think what's what the rule how it's how it's read is that. Um, if it's an intentionally four pitches away from the person, that Frank can issue a warning uh, from that point on. So you're right; it is it is hard to actually police, but it mm-hmm. is frowned upon. And I and, and you made a comment there saying that you think it's okay to walk, and and I'm I push back to that, and I'll say this: this is a rec softball league, bro. Like, yeah. Like why why yeah, would I, why would I pay why would I pay and waste my Sunday to come there to get walked? I'll just go join another league, and you'll lose a lot of good players, bro. If that's the that's case. true. I, I agree. So I, I was talking more in like a playoff situation or something. But even, no, but that's worse. Wrong. Even then, again, I just spent I just spent all year trying yeah. to like do well, and now I'm not going to play in the playoffs. Like it's such, this isn't a professional league where we're where, where money's on the line, and and I'll and I'll push back to that. And I think anybody who would walk even in a in a playoff game, I think that's 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 gross. That's, that's what that yeah, is. It's, it's, not, it's not it's not in the it's not in the essence of what this league is about, which is. 
just competing at a high level as high as you can and and you know just leaving it all on the field i think it's kind of chintzy to be honest so what about what about one strike and the rest are balls well at least you get one yeah, yeah hey, you know, that was, that was matters, if the batter's got one strike, no, I'm with it. If they yeah, that, had was a comp- that was the compromise, right? Like we tried to come up with with the rules. We 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 said that as, but anyways, I think we're getting a little off topic. This will be like this could be a all long right. Session. So 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 let's leave that then, Tucky. What would you suggest? So let's let's pick a random team. I don't know. Let's say the Moguls. Okay. Yeah. If you could submit a batting lineup, so are you are you on a computer or near a computer right now, Tucky? I already did it. Oh damn. All right, yeah, you guys came prepared. Look at I feel I heard some ruffling. Like I feel like I'm talking to news anchors. You guys, no, have, like, this is why Tucky's on fire. All right, Tucky, what would so, your batting lineup for the Moguls be? Okay, so the first two batters I feel like should be guys on your team that are always getting on base that are that are historically known to always get on base, and that's Zahid and Mosin. I know you have Mosin lower in the lineup, which is fine, but I think if you put Zahid and Mosin at the top. You have two guys that guarantee they're going to get on base. And the, the, the guy that should hit third is not you, but I think it's this year's guy on your team who I think is having a breakout when it comes to power is um, Alvi. What's his first name again? Faraz, Faraz Alvi. Faraz I think you should have him hit third and give him the license to go for a home run. I think he, if, if you do that, that's going to boost up his confidence. So and- just, you want him third because you just want him going for home runs. Gotcha. Yeah, and that's three ribbies. Like three ribbies. I feel like Zahid and Mosin will always get off. Those guys are are solid at getting singles. Nothing else. Yeah. And then and then you put yourself. So if if he does hit a home run, uh, you you I feel other than oh yeah you and Omar Jodri I feel like are the two guys that they can hit almost like a home run on demand or they'll always get on base by hitting the ball. Forget walks. Take out walks. So I think you should go third, so that there's no solo home runs going on. So you're 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 you have the ability to to get like a double or maybe a single, but yeah, whenever you want is what I mean. So you're not gonna hit a you're not gonna waste a solo. Yeah, and that'll keep the lineup going. Then you get then you get guys that are really good at getting on base. Moose this year, you guys are really lucky to have Moose because uh, BSL Knights he's playing like four or five times a week because the subs play for free. Yeah. And we had so many subs issues. Yeah. So his trajectory when it comes to improving is like it's amazing. So I think he should be hitting fifth. fifth. Okay. And then you got Riyadh, who I think is having, you already know, he's having a breakout season, man. Amazing. Like he's very good at getting on base now. And yeah. then you bring on Crazy. Okay. So Crazy, well, I mean, I said it before, he's he's not hitting his career best. Yeah. But I feel like whenever he's going to come on, there's always going to be guys on for him. And that's going to give him a boost as well to, to hit a home run. I think that's going to really help him mentally. Okay. And then after that, you have Utter. Utter also, same thing. He's shown that he's able to hit home runs. Yeah. So uh, so if, if Crazy can't do it, maybe Utter can do it. And then, yeah. then you have the, the bottom half of your lineup with Hadi, Ahmed, Farhan, and, and Saud. And putting those guys together. Uh, well, I mean, Ali, Ali, and then oh, Ali. Ali. Ahmed uh, and then Farhan and then Saud, right? I'm just writing this. Yeah. Just writing this down. I want to keep up. Okay. So, Tucky, what you're saying is spread the power out, yeah? Yeah, it spreads the power out. Like you have, what's crazy hitting? One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, He's hitting seven. eight. No, I know that it's seven. really low. You had him seven with what you just said. Oh, sorry, seven. Yeah, seven. Yeah, so, seven. So, should I respond to this? Um, 
Yeah. Eric, yeah, really. So look, the podcast getting quite long. I know everyone's enjoying it, but let's, let's try to wrap this thing up. Um, so Ray respond to that and then we'll have a little, uh, you know, back and forth and then we'll wrap yeah, it up. So I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you the mindset of, you know, me and Riyadh, the guys who are making the lineup. So I agree with you, um, Taki, like obviously Zahid's our leadoff guy. That's we're on the same page with that. We actually moved Mosin up to this two spots. Um, and not this last, our last set of games, but the weeks before. And we were going to try Mosin and Riyadh there. Cause I think we can agree. Riyadh, like you said, is having a breakout year. He's getting on base a lot also. So they're kind yeah. of, we want to see who's going to take the job and run with it um, in that regard. So I think we're on the same page with that. Um, I think where we're, we're kind of different and I, and I want you to just understand with Faraz, you're saying put Faraz there, let him go for the home run. Why I think Faraz is having a good year is because we have him in the sixth spot where he's a little more insulated and it's not as high as a leverage situation where the pressure is a little bit lower. And I think Faraz, and he can speak on himself, why he's been doing so well is because, you know, my constant communication with him is think small, big things are going to happen, which basically means don't try to hit a home run and mm. he just happens to hit home runs. So I think with you putting him in third and you saying, just go for a home run, I think that'll be counterintuitive and actually work against him. Um, furthermore, why I have myself in the third spot is because, you know, I don't want to pat myself on the bat, but. I am the home run leader, career home run leader in BSL, right? Like we can agree that when it comes yeah, to yeah, for sure. run, pretty much the guy who you probably want to go to other than Ahmed, right? Overall yeah. in the history. So in my opinion, you should have that guy batting third when your two guys are on, right? Because you want that guy. Yeah, to yeah. So, so that's why we have me in the third spot. Why I have Ahmed A, double A in the fourth spot is for two reasons. Number one, to your point, if I miss the home run, but also I have myself there, I have Ahmed there because it it makes it forces the pitcher to not pitch around me. They're not if they see Ahmed on deck. So right now you have myself at number four and you have Moose at number five. Umer, I think you can agree if you see Moose on deck and me up to bat and not Ahmed, you might pitch around me. You might be more likely as a pitcher to pitch around me. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna be as close to that board as possible but yes yeah, not hit it <laughs> yeah so so by having Ahmed behind me Taki instead of at seven that kind of gives me more better pitches to hit right and that's why we have um and that's why I think generally you see two guys next to each other power guys next to each other throughout the league um and the only other thing that I, I'll say like you have Uther in your lineup batting eight but that doesn't really spread out the power right because then you have Ali, Ahmed, Hussein, Farhan, and Sood, you have four guys. And to get They're runs there, team. to get runs there, you're going to need four guys to hit in a row. And really yeah. and truly, then you also have Ali, Ahmed, Farhan, Sood, Zahid, Mosin. You have six guys in a row, none of which are really power hitters. And that is a problem. So we actually have Uther batting ninth in our lineup. And I think that gives us actually ninth or tenth. That spreads out the power a little bit more. In, in, in our regard, you know what I mean? Because Uther has, I think he has seven home runs this year. He's more of a power hitter. So that's why we have him slided down. And the last thing I'll just say is, in no way would I ever put Ahmed double A in the seventh spot. You want to have your best batters trying to get up as much as possible. And that should be, you know, ideally in the top four, at least. Um, generally, you want in the top three because you want that guy coming up in the first inning for sure. So yeah, for me, I, we, we've, we've tried this before as well. 
uh, you know, spread the love, the power, I feel like you don't get consistent momentum. Like you want to get runs in bunches, right? You don't want to, you don't want to have your guy come up and all of a sudden it's like, okay, because he was batting sixth, you know, five or sorry, seventh, five and six got out. And now he's there. Who's supposed to be a power hitter. It's supposed to be, you know, the second cleanup or second guy to get three runs and he's got nothing now. Whereas if he was batting third or fourth, you still have one or two guys on. Right. So so, Taki, uh, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, you're you're making a lot of really good points. I just want you to know the other side of that. Like, my side of it comes from, like, you know, me playing softball for 20-plus years and seeing what has worked and what hasn't worked. And, and I have tried things your way. I just want you to understand why we don't do those things. At least the moguls don't do those things. Um, I guess we'll see. I guess see. We'll, at the end of the season, we'll see whose strategy and which one pans out. Yeah, it will be Taki's school of, you know, mechanics and mechanisms or Ray's. Raised Old wisdom school. and methodology. Yeah. Um, so, gentlemen, uh, this has gone longer than any podcast that I've done. Appreciate you joining me. Uh, it's been really interesting. Any anything you guys want to add before we close it out? Uh, no. Let's let's finish the the rest of the season on a high note. It's been uh, fun so far. Let's make sure we, as always, pay attention to the brotherhood. Uh, I know the games are going to get more serious down the stretch stretch, but. Let's not lose fact of who we are as a, as a group and as a community. And let's stick to that and continue uh, the high level of brotherhood within this league. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Tacky, tacky, what you got? Uh, yeah, same thing, man. Just keep it brotherhood. The podcast is uh, all for fun, but it's also there to just make things a little bit more interesting, make the matchups more exciting too, when you know that your name was mentioned and if you were maybe not performing that well, and now it's known. So uh, at the end of the day, look, I like think what everybody like, heard was uh, Ray saying the um, Abbasids are fake and Taki saying the most. <laughs> yeah. so, yes. so I think more than anything else, the takeaway was Abbasids are fake from one side, Mogas are fake from the other side. <laughs> there you go. So good. I think that next matchup is really going to be interesting for all of us to to kind of see. So we're going to have everybody come out. Um, oh, does, uh, does everybody make playoffs? Yes. Yeah, we have that play in tournament type situation. The top two seeds don't have to play on Saturday, which is huge. Oh, oh, okay, okay, got the top it. Two, the top two seeds only have to win uh, two games to win the finals. To, sorry, one they, they, they're automatically in the semifinals is what I'm trying to say. And, and the semifinals, everything on is just it's, it's on it's one game, right? It's not two game series uh, or anything? Yeah, it's just one, one game semifinal on Sunday and then go right in at 6 o'clock, I believe, the finals start. Okay, that makes sense. I'll, be, I'll make sure my schedule is clear because we'll be there. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, boys. Appreciate it. Uh, wonderful episode. Uh, appreciate all y'all for sticking around. I know it was a little bit longer this time around, but hope you guys enjoyed. Everybody enjoy the rest of the season. It's a hot summer, so please stay hydrated, bring your drinks. Uh, as always, thank you to our sponsors, and let's enjoy the rest of the season, yeah? Appreciate it, gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs>